Welcome back to the Not Just Sunday podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about Ignition Camp. What we learned, what we experienced, and what we loved and maybe didn't love about it. But as always, before we get started, let's roll the intro music. Well, in the studio with me, I have Catherine Reeves, Sean Gaskin. Howdy. Hey. What up? How's it going, guys? Going well. Going yeah. well. We, we survived camp, so. We survived camp, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, Catherine. Great job. Way to mm. plug it. Yes. Way to make that smooth transition happen. Mm. Well, let's just jump right into it. Ignition Camp Recap. Sean, do you want to recap some of the important things? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we took around 180 students and leaders down to Trinity Baptist College in Jacksonville, um, we, we were there last Monday through last Friday, had services, recreation games, uh, free time, um, went to the beach on Wednesday, a bunch of stuff. But most importantly, we had 44 students or more, 44 reported students that made decisions. And 28 of those were salvations, people coming to know Jesus for the first time. So that was. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah that's that was, what it's about. Right, right, there. right, yeah. right. Made it worth it. I think it's important to note, too, that. This was the first ever camp that we as a team put on. Right. Like we didn't go partner with another church and let them lead. Like we were actually in charge of yeah. supplying every single need of every single student. Um, how do you guys feel like that went? Like, I think we did good for it being our first camp. Like we definitely learned a lot. But I, I, for me personally, I did not think it'd be as big as an undertaking as it was. So definitely a little stressful these past couple of months planning. I say, do you feel like it was more stressful leading up to it or more stressful actually at the camp? For me, leading up to it. Like yeah, at my, camp, I was just having a good time. Nah, my, yeah, mine was vice versa. I mean, you plan a lot, but then well, I, I guess it depends what you do because Catherine did like registration and room. I mean, Catherine did a lot, but once hers was done, I feel like it was pretty nailed down. Yeah, like, even, th even though some of the rooms changed on the bus. Yeah, once like nailed I was down. on the way, like with my laptop on the bus, like changing last minute, like I had to right. change a whole gr like floor basically. Right. So, but mine was all in the front end. So like yeah. once it got done, I was like, whoo, we did it. Versus Sean, you're game yeah. time all week, man. Yeah. Every day. That's right. And I mean, games, like, you know, something's going to go wrong. Like, sure. You know, so yeah. When you host an event in general, something's going to go wrong. So you have to be able to, to adjust on and the you're, fly. You're planning for middle school kids and that's, you have no idea what they're going to do, how they're going to respond. That's right what that's going to look like, what the weather's going to be like outside. <laughs> hey, I will say, I will say, I pray that God would give us good weather. And weather, it rained a lot, but in the times we needed it to be clear, I think there was one hour we had to leave the beach early. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit. But besides that, like, you know, it was good weather. God, God gave it was, us It wasn't like, I mean, it was hot, but it, I feel like it could have been way worse. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think the rain was nice. Like, it cooled things down. Let's say we usually actually did our games, like, literally as soon as the rain stopped, which was yep. unbelievable timing. Yeah. But, yeah, that was cool. It, it was a great a great camp, in my opinion. Um, just real quick, some MVP students and leaders. We had, you said, 180 student and leaders. Um, and, obviously, that takes a lot for leaders. Um, but it also takes a lot of, uh, for the students as well. Who would you say really stepped up this camp? Maybe they did something um, unexpected. Maybe they did something really impactful to you, um, something you noticed. Um, well, for me, anybody that made the pinata party happen is an MVP. If you hit the float, you're it for me. 
Um, leader wise, I don't even know who to pick because all of our leaders were amazing. But what sticks out to me is like Katie and Sarah because the girls' dorm was a little crazy at night and everybody wanted to stay up late. But we had hall monitors that would go and check on everybody. So like guilty, I'm I'm guilty of this. I'm like asleep and I know people are upstairs just walking around checking on kids. But I'm like, ah, eh, it's fine. It's a great. I mean, it's good, it's a good place to confess that here. Yeah, Kathy. yeah. Just this is a safe place. I can tell it you guys. Is. Yeah, I mean, the boys' dorm was dead silent all night. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. No worries at all. <laughs> just joking. That's awesome. So Sarah and Katie, really yeah. good peas. Yeah, and Katie's trying to do, like, her physics homework, like, stuff I can't even understand, and, like, trying to keep up with the kids. Very yeah. impressive. That's cool. Sean? Yeah, I had a few. Um, first off, the, the servant team. So I, I know we didn't highlight this yet, but we brought around 20 high schoolers that helped a lot with, I mean, a bunch of stuff. Um, they so, came a day before, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. came a day before and stayed a little after we left. But they would do everything from setting up the, the stairs in front of the stage uh, at certain parts of the service versus um, running stations in the Amazing Race. They came down to the beach early and helped set up. They, they helped a ton. Um, so those are definitely my MVPs. But I think it's also worth mentioning, um, I know, like, it's kind of MVP, a lot of people to be MVP, but... Uh, all the leaders that took off work, we had so many people that like took vacation days just to come down there, which is that's wild, pretty crazy. Impressive. Yeah, and then lastly, shout out Daniel Hill because he helped pull off a lot of the games. Yeah, so. servant team, they need a huge round of applause. They were amazing. Camp would not have happened without them. Right, it's true. I mean, awesome they, they they were technically the ones that transformed the entire college campus into a place that felt like camp. Right, I mean, and even beyond that, like if you think about all of the discussion they participated in and small groups absolutely because like a, they were all in different small groups like i had bradley carter and taylor in my small group and i mean i thought it was awesome having their perspective i mean sometimes it's easier for them to say stuff for a middle store to understand sure. versus you know Definitely. me or somebody older than i am and then of course mvp jim gray one and i mean gotta include jim gray got to maybe the mvp trophy should be named after Ooh, jim, gray. The jim gray trophy yes that's a right. <laughs> good point Jim Jim does so much that we probably don't even no. understand. Right. Nobody has any idea all the things he like, does. Like, oh, yeah, Jim slammed, but, like, we don't actually know the extent of that, uh, what he did. Yeah, that's true. Jim's an MVP. Um, I have a couple names myself. Um, Gavin Odom, I really want to brag on him um, just to see him be a leader. Um, he's an eighth grader, by the way. Um, right. Just to see him, like, leading by example in worship. And then, I mean, at the end of the worship night, I think he had 40 students surrounded by him and he was praying over all them. And I was just like, this kid's in eighth grade. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never seen this before. An eighth grader is leading other students in prayer after the service is over. Like I thought that was cool. It was yeah. amazing. Um, I have Danny Harper because um, we'll probably talk about this later, but she ate, what was it? Pig's foot. Yeah. yeah. Pickled pig's foot. Pickled pig's foot. Um, we'll explain why she did that later, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, some leaders that I want to highlight, Blake Barker, just met the man on this trip, but wow, he was awesome. He was so encouraging. I, I, I've told the story to a couple of people. Um, I walk out of the leader's snack room one night, and he's like, hey, bro, you want to come pray with us? And I was like, so caught off guard by it. I mean, it was so cool to see him with a bunch of other student leaders. They're like, we're about to pray for revival for these students, and I'm like, it's 11 o'clock at night. And these, this joker's going hard. Yeah, he's the real I thought it was really yeah. encouraging. 
want to brag on my siblings. They all crushed it, stepped up. It was cool to see them um, as leaders, not just as brother and sister. Yeah, Cass, that's a huge one right there. Cass did amazing she leading did. worship. Yeah, she Shout out Brody as well. Yeah, and Kenzie. And Kenzie, of course, of course. Yeah, guys, I have three siblings. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure we hit each. Yeah, I mean, we can't stress enough. I mean, every leader was an MVP in, right, in some right. way, shape, or form. And what you said about yeah. the servant team, I mean, we couldn't, we legitimately could not. I mean, that's that's kind of a cliche, like, oh, we couldn't do it without you. But, like, we literally could not run this camp without leaders. And not just bodies there, but, like, people that, like, the, the quality of leaders we have are unbeatable. I mean, some amazing people that. Absolutely. I and mean, sometimes they do our job better than us, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. We had two leaders jump in the line and start serving lunch. Like right. they became lunch ladies in that moment. Absolutely. Like, Go ahead and shut them out, Catherine. Kim, Kim and Susan, like shout they just out, got back out, there. They put the gloves on. They were looking for hairnets. They got after it. I'll never forget Kim. She just, she noticed me in the lunch line looking for something. And she's like, what do you need? And I was like, I was looking for some ice for my Coke. And she's like, let me go get some from the back. <laughs> and I was like, get some from the back. <laughs> Kim, do you work here now? Like, Yeah, she, she accepted a job while we were there. It was, it was awesome. Kim, I mean, all the, all the ladies on the trip, they're always like, they're so good at seeing the needs yeah. and, and just being there and applying them for you. I thought they did a great job. Shout out to the men too. Don't want to exclude anybody. That's right. We're, uh, we're important in our own ways. <laughs> um, anyway, let's, let's, let's switch over to favorite moments from camp. We got the MVPs, but what are some moments maybe that are memorable? They don't have to be your favorite moments, but, uh, moments that are memorable that you'll never forget. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. So, I, I don't know. Some of y'all probably know this, but I've I've led. I'm I'm one of the leaders of the eighth grade guys small group, and a lot of those guys I had in second grade and two five two, and then I had a year or two in merge four five, and obviously I've had them sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So, gotten to be pretty close with a lot of them. Gavin, like you mentioned, and a bunch of other guys. Um, anyway, on the way there, I'm sitting at the very front of the bus, and. I mean, you know, the leaders at the front, students are in the back. And it's fun. Like, it's cool and all. But it starts to get kind of boring. I'm like, ah, let's see what's going on back there. So I get up and go to the back. And, I mean, literally, <laughs> I wish you could have seen it. But there's a bunch of eighth graders. And we're literally just, like, doing the yo-yo. Because some students got yo-yos. It was supposed to be everybody. but Yeah. Um, so we're, like, playing yo-yo. And then on the way home, I did the same thing. And we were playing, like, this. I don't even know like, how to explain. It was, like, a signs game where, like, people would ask individual people questions. And every person answering had to do a, a sign that the other people answering knew, but the person asking the question didn't know. And then, so it would be like rubbing your hair when you talk or like blinking twice when you talk, something like that. And then the person asking the questions would have to guess what it is. Anyway, I loved having that moment with, with the eighth graders before they move, a, move along and leave us in ignition. So that was an awesome moment. And then Amazing Race was I mean, no pun intended. Was it an amazing experience? <laughs> yeah, it was It awesome. was an amazing race. <laughs> it was an amazing race. Um, I know I mentioned it before, but Daniel and I rode around on the golf cart. And, again, I mean, it was so cool to see the servant leadership team or, or you know, the servant team really step up and because they were the ones running the stations. Um, so, I mean, too many to name, by, you know, name by name, but they killed it. Shout out that. all the adults that ran. Literally, yeah. I mean, we had to pick a few up. Yeah. That, I mean, it's the effort it is the effort that counts. It I thought it was epic, spirit. like watching these kids like run around in the rain, like trying to get to their next yeah, station. Yeah, that's true. It was so cool. Absolutely. Race against the clock. Yeah. It, it started raining a little bit. And um, Daniel and I, you know, there's always talk like, does this need to be canceled? But no, nah, I mean, like, like you said, kids are still running. And I, I mean, I thought that made it a lot more fun. 
Especially when it was misting, because it wasn't like... Well, sure, because that helps with the heat, too. Right, I mean, right. those and let's be honest, middle schoolers don't care if they're getting soaking wet by the yeah. rain. Yeah. Nope, they do not. That's good. Catherine, favorite oh, moments, Oh, my goodness. Memories? Literally, everything was so fun. Like, I, I had the best time on this trip. Like, this is... <laughs> The best trip I ever went on, like with Southside, because so, I can't I can't say it's the best one ever because I've gone on like some cruises oh, okay. and some epic vacations. Sure. So just throw oh, that out there. Yeah. So can, I, <laughs> rub it in our face. can I can I say one more? I kind of forgot about this until yes. y'all were saying that. Um, okay, so the first night, um, this was after the service, after small groups, but we were playing Nine Square again. Ton of people, but it was like Brody, Justin, yeah, uh, ooh, voice crack, Gavin, Caroline, Bella, and all them. And we were playing nine square and like shadow boxing. And again, it was just not like it was some grand moment, but just to have like quality time with the students was a ton of fun. So I really, I really enjoyed that. That would be on my favorite list as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's the little things. It, like, is. it is. I was telling the boys before, like during the Coliseum, I had no responsibility. So like Micah's got the speaker above his head. I'm over there singing and dancing around. One of my favorite days, um, obviously pinata party, um, Literally the last night we like have a big late night service and it's just worship music. And the last song, we're going to come out there and go crazy and make it a huge, like fun moment. And we come out and literally half the room, like they were talking about earlier, is just praying. And we're like, Oh my goodness. Like, what do we do? Like caught us off guard. Yeah. Yeah. But very like spiritual moment. We were like, okay, we'll be hyped with the other side of the room then. Right. I mean, you we, guys keep praying. Yeah. And we went through the whole song, and the prayer didn't stop, and it even went through after service was over. They were right. still praying. It was just like, wow. No, there was definitely it was a hunger. Epic. Which I would say, I mean, for any students that are listening to this that were a part of that, or even if you weren't, even if you didn't go to camp, like, don't think that has to be a thing just at camp. You know, Absolutely. you could be in your room on your knees crying, praying. Like that can be something mm-hmm. you bring home. That doesn't have to be, oh, I'm around you know, a hundred something other students. Absolutely. You know, and bring that into ignition and bring yeah. that into yeah. collide. Like that, that's not just the right. thing that's okay at camp. Like that's okay everywhere. Which even like raising your hands. I mean, you know, for the right reason, you don't want to do it just because that's what other people do. But I know that was something I had to work through when I was a student was like having the, the courage, you know, to lift your hands yeah, and worship absolutely. or whatever. So bring that back. Did you mention Just Dance, Catherine? Oh my gosh. Just Dance. The first night, I didn't do it any other night because, you know, I was trying to be a good leader, trying my best. But the first night, I got to play Just Dance with, like, all the servant team um, till like, 12 or so. And it was so fun. Literally so fun. What song would you say you crushed? Um, oh, my goodness. I can't. I think Dynamite. I think I did Dynamite, and I really killed it. Like, five Sounds stars. Sounds about right. Yeah. Five stars. Five stars. Kind of unheard of, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Just in my mind, I'm she didn't get any stars, but it was a five star memory. <laughs> I'm five I'm star a memory, delusional, so I'm like, two oh, and a half stars. stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, we had some good memories. Um, I agree with Catherine. The pinata parties were amazing. Um, they were amazing for me specifically yeah. because both the times that Catherine led the pinata party, she didn't get to experience it. Yeah, Micah was very strategical and picked like the best, like. I guess fit frisbee throwers. And I was out there recruiting. I, f- I was finding everybody that played disc golf, and I was putting them on the stage. <laughs> I was just like hoping for the best. You still got the party though, right? I did. I still like waited back there and got to party with everybody. So. I mean, it is a little. I, I will say this: like waiting for them to hit the frisbee is like kind of a little uncomfortable because you're like, what if they don't hit it? Yeah, right. I know what that's like. Yeah, that's true. You do know what it's like. <laughs> Some other people don't, but I do. It's true. I, I didn't get to experience that. Maybe um, next. Maybe year. Ne- yeah. Maybe it. next year. Maybe next year. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the pinata parties, especially because I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew that we we're going to party. 
right. didn't know the there costumes no, that yeah. were going to come out on stage. So what does that look like for for a student that wasn't there? What is the pinata party and what does the reaction look like? So there's a we call it a pinata party, but we actually it's a giant pool inflatable in the mm-hmm. back. Um, it doesn't hit the same when it's pool floor not party. Sure why we, yeah, I'm, pool floor I'm not party sure, is just not yeah. cool. Did we still, I guess we still called it pinata party though, didn't we? Yeah. I just tried to say party because I didn't want people to be like, that's not a pinata, are you dumb? So I was like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have a party. But it's it's hanging by a string in the back of the sanctuary and everybody's got, I mean, the, they weren't Frisbees. They're, they're usually Frisbees. What would you call it? Like giant a, a high discs? Disc. I don't know. Foam disc. Like yeah. a floppy, a floppy disc. Not for me. We're chucking a computer at the back. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're basically just throwing disc and trying yeah. to hit the uh, the floaty in the back. And if you hit it, like the lights go crazy, the band goes crazy, and everybody's just having a party on stage. Yeah, people run out in the most random costumes. Yeah, I think I saw like a candy bar costume, bumblebee costume. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, Lots of wigs. Water guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water guns. They were legit. Honestly, I'm not even sure if the students were having a party down there in the pit, but we were having a party on yeah, the stage. Yeah, on stage, it was fun. I, I hope they were having as much as we They were. I was in there. I don't know what they were doing because I was like, this is epic. <laughs> At least I was. I was going crazy. They were fun, though. Uh, obviously, um, the worship, I mean, every single night, it just felt like it got better. Yeah. Felt like well, every service single in night. General. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. And the students, they just kept getting more and more responsive. Right. And you could tell they were beginning to comprehend what was going on. Um, this could be taken as a good memory or a bad memory. I like I like um, this memory. The beach storm. Um, <laughs> good for some, bad for others. We were on the beach for, what, two or three hours maybe? Um, we were supposed yeah. to be on the beach it for like... It felt like 30 minutes, though. Yeah, it did feel really like, quick. I literally thought Sean. we were there for 30 minutes and had to leave. Um, well, I guess post-beach games, it was really only 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, we like look at the sky, and it's like pitch black dark. You can see the rain. You can yeah, see it looks bad. Everybody starts freaking out. All the students actually start coming... To our little tent. so confused. There's like 10 of us under a tent, and suddenly everybody's just trying to get under the tent. <laughs> 180 people, um, yeah. mind you. Um, and Robbie's like, the radar, it's red. Like, we, <laughs> we, it's coming in the next 30 minutes or an hour. I was in a movie trailer. And so suddenly, you know, Jim makes the call. Like everybody's yeah, like yeah. looking at Jim. Jim, make the call. Make the call. And Jim makes the call. And we, I mean, we pack everything up and That's get right. to the buses in probably 10 or 15 minutes. It was unbelievable how quick we packed up. Yeah. And cleared that beach but out. But it was so chaotic. Like, everybody was. yelling, get this, get that, pick up trash, bus. It was like world was ending. Yes. Yeah. Run, get to the bus. I think I, I think I screamed a little bit, like, tried to scare some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was who freaked me out. Yeah. No, no I was no. like, I was like, yelling, get to the buses. <laughs> <laughs> no, the funniest part was, uh, well, the, I guess this is an ironic part. Um, so, like you said, we did some survivor type games on the beach. Then we had free time, you know, just hanging out, getting the ocean, whatever. Well, the ocean waves were like, big like huge you didn't have to go out far and they were like over my head um anyway it's fun whatever you know you're in the you're in the ocean whatever well brody and i get out and um and we we, you know we look at the time we're like man we still have an hour left and we're like honestly i remember we said this it was like honestly if we decided to go back now i would not complain at all like i've had my fair share you know you get to that point you're like i've had my fair share i'm good and we walk up to the tent and this is like i must have walked in on what you're saying micah because like I thought, okay, we have an hour left. And then students running up like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, no, you're good. Like, you can get back in the water. It's like, yeah, they all had the same. <laughs> right. I didn't know. At the same time. Exactly. I didn't know Robbie had seen the radar or anything. So I'm like, no, you're good. Like, we have an hour left. So honestly, I was probably contributing to some of that chaos. But funny memory to look back on. It was it was exciting. I think what was more funny were the people that were there on vacation that would walk up and be like, 
what are you guys? Like, why are you all here together? Like, why do these, like, right. 20 adults have, like, all these kids with them? That's right. Not They're a like, field trip. Uh, yeah, it was funny the things they would come up with. Like, are you guys, like, on, like, a class trip? Nah, we're a church group. We're That's right. And then they'd be like, where are you guys staying? We're like, oh, 45 minutes away. And they're, like, looking at us like, why'd you come 45 <laughs> minutes to the beach? That's true. That, w- that was a brutal bus ride back. Like, everybody's kind of sandy, a little soaking wet from the rain. All I know, uh, so on the way down there, Daniel and I went early with, with Deborah and Stacy. Also, can we just say, sorry, our MVP list is growing, but Deborah and Stacy oh were MVP yes. of MVPs. That can't. That camp would not have gotten pulled off. Those were the MVPs that you probably didn't even notice. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But if they hadn't been, it's like an yeah. old lineman, right? When Absolutely. they do their job, mm. people don't really notice. But when they don't, everybody, you know, Absolutely. everything goes crazy. They killed it. Um, anyway, Daniel and I rode down with them. And so I'm planning on riding. Long story short, I'm planning on riding with, in the van with the, with the servant team back. And I'm like, and by then it's like raining down. People were getting on the buses. And I run over to the van. And Austin rolls on the window. He's like, uh, you know, Plans have changed, whatever. Like, basically, tell me there's not a seat. Well, I thought the Jeep was leaving. It was like um, Stacy and Deborah were about to leave. So I had to like run back to the Jeep, like, no, I need a ride. I need a ride. <laughs> so, anyway, we got back pretty quick. It was, uh, wasn't a bad ride for me. Man, Sean thought he was going to mm. get left behind. No, literally. I was like, there's not a spot on the vans, and this Jeep is about to leave, and there's a storm. But that's anyway. good. My you last. You could have Ubered back. It would have been fine. Mm. <laughs> 45 minute Uber. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> My last favorite memory is probably the nasty food game. Um, there are a lot of things about it that will you name some of the foods? Um, what was it? We had pickled eggs. Is that pickled what eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sardines. Uh, spam. Spam was seaweed. One of yeah, them. Yeah, seaweed. Yeah, you had something. Squid. 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 That's what it Skittles. Was. Pickled pig's feet. I, I think. I'll never forget the feeling being on stage where we're playing a nasty food game and the first two kids that spin the wheel both land on Skittles. Right. And I'm like, oh, crap. Something's wrong with this spinner. The spinner is either only going to land on this or we just had unbelievable probability happen. Right. <laughs> what about um, when, uh, okay, so eventually someone does land on sardines and they go to open it. Maybe I'll, no, I wasn't the one that opened. I opened it and I handed it to him, I think. Somehow, I look over and there's like sardine juice dripping. Yeah. Oh. And, and the stage is carpet. It's not a yeah, woods. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know, Southside stage or anything. Uh. It's, it's a sardine juice dripping yep. into the carpet stage. We, we I did not say that. If Trinity Baptist listens to this episode, there was no sardine Sorry about juice that, Trinity. That's right. Yeah, no. their pastor's like preaching this past Sunday. They're like, what's Something that smells smell? a little fishy. That's right. Out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think every item on the list was pretty much eaten except the seaweed. Right. Um, we got down to the final person. This is where my MVP comes into play is Danny Harper. And we're kind of at the point where we're like not even spinning the wheel anymore. It's kind of like, we're just going to make you eat a random gross food. And so it's either seaweed or pickled pig's feet. Now, obviously I think everybody could agree which one is less of the two evils. I mean like seaweed. I feel like that's not, Right. Nah. It's like you don't want to eat that, you but it's not yeah, like exactly. disgusting to eat. It's right. like a variant of like lettuce. So, but like seeing like an actual pig's foot like dripping. Mm. Well, and I'll say like, <laughs> this is so bad. Um, I opened the can of pig's feet, and when I, I didn't touch it, so I don't know. I guess I used a like fork, a fork or something to pull it up. Yeah, dude, it was literally like a foot. Like, oh. like yeah. I know, like okay, it was pickle. like actual. Pi- yeah, literally. Like it looks foot. like they chopped it off. Like it, what I don't know where that would be. Like middle of the leg or something, and you just pulled it out like. Bro, it was something out of, like, Halloween. Well, I just don't know who's, like, eating that. Like, why are they selling that in stores? You think it's part of a recipe, or do people just gnaw on a pig's That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is that, like, 
delicious to some people? Probably. Like, mm, late what if night it's snack? actually? <laughs> we could get a pig's foot. What are? Uh, what if they're actually like amazing, but we don't try them? Mm-mm, I can't. Maybe you're supposed to cook. What if you're supposed to cook them and like? And we just ate them raw. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget though. So Dan, both of Danny's parents were there at camp, and I look back at Jeff, and Jeff's yelling like. Don't make her eat the pig's foot. <laughs> Don't make her eat the pig's foot. And I look over at, at the mom and uh, Christy's like, uh, I don't really care. <laughs> and so I look at Danny and she's like, I'll do it for my team. Oh, she did say that. She that did commitment. say that. And I was like, oh, snap. That's epic. But I mean, I, I wasn't going to make her do it either right. until the crowd started. Ch- like we, we literally started. What was the chant? It was like pig's foot. Pig's yeah, think, foot. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Dan, uh, that's I guess that's what hyped Danny up. But she, she took a bite of it. I think she took two bites of it. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I'll do it for my team. Literally, it was like something out of a movie. All right, I looked it up. It says talking about pig's feet. They make for a beautiful burst of flavor in various <laughs> other dishes, including tostadas, salads, grit cakes, and more. So make sure your crouton is not actually a pig's foot. Oh, you have a salad. <laughs> New fear unlocked. New fear unlocked. Literally. <laughs> It's my crouton of pig's Oh, foot. nah. That is not what it looked like, though, is it? Well, that's cooked. It was like, it was oh, like a so yeah, maybe it was, it was supposed to be cooked. But ours was pickled, too. It was in that pickled juice. So Does that, that make it better? Probably makes it worse. So it's in pickles. pickle juice. That's why they call it pickled. Yeah, it's literally I like I thought a, it was like a shape or something. It was something. in pickle juice? No, not little pickle juice. Oh. It's in the juice where you pickle things. So, like, you know, pickle's a cucumber until so it... There, wait, there's two wait, different... Ca- there's so pickle juice, and then there's pickle juice. I don't juice. eat pickles. No, 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 no. I don't... I don't eat pickles. So from what I understand, it's a cucumber that undergoes a process. The verb is pickling, I guess. Yeah. It, under, it undergoes pickling, and it becomes a pickle. Peter Piper. <laughs> Peter Piper pickled. Um, no, here it is. I looked it up. Okay, pickled pig's feet. So I guess instead of cooking it, you. I don't know. I don't Like I said, I don't eat pickles. From what I understand, there's not a difference between pickling it and pickle juice. The pickle juice is what was used to pickle the cucumber. <laughs> how many, I had no idea. How many times did I say pickle in one <laughs> sentence? Seriously. I'm not gonna pickle the pickle. But <laughs> yeah, that looks disgusting. I wish you, I wish yeah. you guys that are listening to this could see some of these. If you I, want, I actually, I wish they couldn't. Uh, it's a good thing. Yeah, that's enough pictures, Sean. <laughs> um, really, just to, to close the camp talk, um, this is a great transition from pigs' feet. Um, we had two great speakers, Vaughn and Jacob. Um, they crushed it. I mean, it, it's tough for speakers to go seven for seven. I feel like right. No, no offense to other camps, but I feel like there's always usually a message that's like, oh, yeah, eh, mid. I'm talking <laughs> mid. I'm thinking literally all seven of these were incredible messages, and Absolutely. they were all different, and they all hit every single topic that a middle schooler needed. And I mean, really, that leaders like, I felt like I learned a lot at this camp. Oh yeah. I was like, this is easy enough for middle schoolers to understand, but also complicated enough to where it's applicable to me, right? Um, and the leaders around me. I asked everybody to just choose one message that they thought was really impactful. We each chose one. So who would like to share? I'll go ahead. I chose Vaughn's night. I just love Vaughn. Like, I love Jacob, too. Like, they were both super nice. But, like, that was my first time meeting Jacob versus I got to spend a day with Vaughn a couple of, like, Vaughn's so relational. Yeah, like, he's, like, somebody, like, I'm, like, I feel like I've known you forever. Like, you're my you're my friend forever now. Like, even though I probably won't see you again until, like, next year, you're my friend. He's so good with names, too. Yes. Like, he would Insanely. call me and you and Sean Literally, out in messages. The first night, I hadn't seen him. Like, I hadn't talked to him, and, like, yet. And he gets on stage, and he starts talking. Well, he didn't get on stage. Like, he got on stage, but then he walks. If you're there, yeah. you know. But he started, like, saying my name, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you remember right. me. Like, it was like, oh, my goodness. Because, like I said, I hadn't seen him, like, but months prior before. 
But I liked night two when he was talking about like serving Jesus. And like, I like that he said, like asking the question, am I willing to submit to God no matter the circumstance? Because I feel like it's so easy in our lives to be like, well, I'm in this season. Well, I'm with these people. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, do I really have to do what God's calling me? Do I have to be obedient? Like, because of like the things that I have going on in my life right now, which like, like you said, everything that those speakers said, like every like um, session was somehow like it was applicable to our lives in some kind of way. Like you could definitely see that God was definitely moving like through the speakers to like tie everything together and it's like perfect bow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole idea of we, we're going to pursue the things we value most, like that's something literally every person on the planet oh, can yeah. understand. So I thought that was really challenging. Yeah. The one for me was one of Jacob's messages. Obviously, Just Say Yes, was that was his last message um, Thursday night. That was a great one. But I, I really liked Face What Is In Front Of You. That was one of his other messages. And I think this theme has been something that's come up multiple times recently in my life. But the whole idea of like, God may have something for you, but that may not be what he has for you right now. Yeah. You know, God may call you to, you know, whatever it might be, your future dream, your future goal. But that's, you know, you being successful there may be contingent on your obedience now. So um, I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe this was where he was talking about Joseph and how Joseph was like faithful in prison and he was faithful when he served under Potiphar. And he was faithful, you know, like all these things, um, and so in our, our, in our lives, it's like sometimes, you know, maybe it's I can't wait to drive or I can't wait to graduate and go to college or I can't wait to be an adult and make my own decisions, whatever it may be. And those are all good things, but it's like you're well, you can't control that right now. What you can control is being obedient and faithful to God right now, because, you know, when you get to heaven, it says, um, you know, if you follow Jesus, he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. So I think sometimes we forget about that faithful part. Like, are you faithful to what God's calling you today, like right now? And what does that look like for each of us? Absolutely. Even though it's not happening, he's still preparing you right. for that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's important to stay faithful in the preparation. Uh, I love that message, too. I mean, like I said, all these messages were so good. The one I really loved, I always love messages about decisions. Because I feel like decision making is just so important. Not even just for middle schoolers, but for adults and, and young adults and really any. Decisions matter. And I love that, you know, the first thing that he said was the decisions you make now matter. And he kind of went into, you know, every decision that you make is going to have an impact on your life. Even as a middle schooler, your decisions are going to have an impact on who you become, what you do. Um, And I loved his four points, the the four things that you need to know. You need to know your identity, to know who you are. Um, You have to know whose you are. That was so cool. Um, You have to know who's in control. You have to know who you serve, which kind of goes back to the other message, you know, everybody's serving something. Mm -hmm. And then you have to know your purpose. I thought those were all just great points. A great way for him to kick off um, his four messages. Once again, though, everybody crushed it. Yeah. It's like every session, it was like, how does it get better than this? And Absolutely. then we come back and be like, oh, my goodness, it got better. It was it was just an amazing week. It was. Yeah, it, it was, was so good. It was such a good week to be a part of. Sure. And it was clear that the spirit was moving. I Definitely. mean, like it's sometimes it's hard to see the spirit move in a lot of ways, but it's like it was so clear at Ignition Camp. Yeah. I was like, God is me at work through the leaders through the students yeah and it wasn't even a like the danger sometimes of like being in ministry and I don't necessarily mean like working for a church but like working in any type of ministry is that sometimes you put on a front a front so it's like when I'm around students or when I'm at school or whatever it might be for you like I I put on this front that I'm really serving Jesus but I mean 
you know, kids would go back to their dorms to go to sleep. You know, all the students would be going to sleep and we'd have leaders talking to each other about what they're learning. You know, kind of what you were talking yeah. about. It's like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, I got to put on this this front or this mask. Like, I, you know, not saying anybody's perfect, but the leaders seemed to legitimately be hungry for God, which was very encouraging to see. And that's infectious to the students. Yeah. When you right. see, oh, and my, other leaders my too, leader yeah. wants Definitely. to learn. Oh, yeah. Okay, I want to learn too. Yeah. And then vice versa. I mean, oh, the students are learning. I want, to, I want that same kind of childlike faith. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just like crazy that our first camp, like, and that shows like God's faithfulness. Like we had been praying and like just, you know, kind of anxiously waiting for this camp and seeing what it would be like and just seeing how great it was. It's like, oh my gosh, God, what are you going to do for next year? Like how much better is it yeah. going to be? So right. it's super exciting just to think about going ahead and starting planning for next year. And I mean, we've kind of talked about this with our young adult event, but I- I'd like to tie it into ignition camp. Like we not that we doubted God was going to show yeah. up, but we're so stressed out, so worried about every single thing. And just to see what God does, I'm just to see how God moves. It's even like we, I mean, us three, I know, and, and I believe Austin too, we're talking about it after a young adult event. Like sometimes we pray small prayers. Like we know God's big. We know God is God. But like we pray prayers as if we're talking to like, you know, like the governor or something, you know what sure. I mean? Like, yeah. like, Oh, he has power, but he doesn't have that. But like, that's God almighty. You're talking to yeah. like, you can pray big prayers. It's a big God, you know? Yep. Well, I think we covered pretty much everything involving ignition camp. It was such a fun camp. I mean, we literally could talk about it. I feel Liter- like I wish I could get everybody's point of view. All- I wish everybody would have vlogged every second of the day <laughs> just to know what everybody went through, like through camp, because I felt like everybody had a blast. It was so fun. And, and the, I feel like the leaders bonded. I feel like the students oh, bonded. I feel like leaders and students bonded. Relationships coming back are so strong. Camps are so good about doing that. Yeah. And I hope I hope that this camp is just the beginning of uh, the future for Ignition and even Collide. Yeah. Um, speaking of Collide, Passion Camp in two weeks, mm-hmm. I think. Catherine's the only one of us yeah, three going. Yeah, I get to go to Passion. <laughs> She's excited. It's going to be an awesome camp, it I'm is. sure. With that, I think we're going to, in the podcast, it's been fun talking about Ignition Camp, reliving those memories. Anything you guys want to say before we close? Nah, I think we covered it. Happy Fourth. That's right, Happy <laughs> Fourth. And bring home what you had at camp. You know, go tell people what you learned, stuff like that. Absolutely. Yep. Until next time, we'll see you guys later.